0: Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today with birthdaydreams.org, Tiffany Jones, volunteer coordinator, and Priya Darshini, the board chair. And they will be talking with us today about what birthday dreams is all about and how they got involved. So please help me in welcoming Tiffany and Priya.
1: Let me just, before I even talk about birthday dreams, perhaps I should share just a teeny tiny, tiny bit about myself. Sure. My name is Priya Priya Darshini. I am based here in Washington and I live in Kirkland, a really lovely city. I am currently privileged to be associated with Birthday Dreams, which is a non-profit organization. And I'm actually the chair of the board of directors. So really, really honored to represent the the mission of what Birthday Dreams is all about. Uh, What Birthday Dreams actually does is very... um, can feel pretty simple, but I think it's very transformative in many ways. And it's really what you see in the name of the nonprofit organization, which is Birthday Dreams. And so our core mission is you know, to bring joy and a sense of self-worth to homeless children with the gift of a complete and custom-made birthday party. And currently, we are doing this in the state of Washington, in multiple counties. Our hope would be that there is no child that remains uncelebrated, especially on a key day and a key moment of their life, which is a birthday. And so why am I even here at Birthday Dreams? So as you can tell from my accent, I grew up in India, Uh, 20 years of my life was spent in India, and I grew with uh, not a whole lot. And I remember that there were one or two key festivals and definitely a moment like my birthday where you do want that people see you and people recognize you. And there is such a sense of worth that is associated with a moment like a birthday. And so when I came here and, you know, I feel so privileged and grateful to have all that I have. And um, then I think about the number of, first of all, we wouldn't want any kid to be homeless to begin with, but, you know, that is not our reality. And right. so now that we have this, unfortunately, you know, a quite a large number of growing number of kids who are in temporary housing, transitional housing, homeless situation, we want to make sure that at least once or twice a year, Christmas being the other one or some other celebrated festival and a birthday is where somebody can see them in their, in their eyes and say that, hey, you matter, you belong, you are worth it, you are here in this world, and hey, we want to celebrate you, and you know what, how would you like to be celebrated, and offer them that sense of warmth and belonging. And so that's what Birthday Dreams is really all about.
0: That is so beautiful, and I love it that you are coming from a place of knowing what that feels like to be overlooked or forgotten or no money to do anything about it.
1: Yeah, and the day would just... Pass by; it, it wouldn't even mean anything, right? And so, Tiffany, tell us
0: how you came about being with the Birthday Dreams.
2: My name is Tiffany, and I'm the volunteer coordinator at Birthday Dreams, and I have been here for two years as the volunteer coordinator. And before I was the volunteer coordinator, I was an intern through a DSH program called Career Path. That Birthday Dreams just another extension of the work that they do outside of the parties and how they help other people so We partner with DSHS, they have a career path program, which they send um, interns to us and they get paid through DSHS to work. That's how I came to Birthday Dreams, through the internship. Really, really just fell in love with it when I got here. I was familiar with Birthday Dreams because my son, Matthew, was one of the kids that they had helped. Oh, Um, Before I even knew what Birthday Dreams was about, me and my son found ourselves in a domestic violence shelter in North Seattle. And um, I know and I feel what it is to not know how you're going to supply and make your child feel like everybody else. And Birthday Dreams really, really, really comes through to help the parent, not just the kid, feel great and not feel terrible about not being able to supply for their child. So when I went to DSHS to go through career paths and they told me about birthday dreams, I hopped on the opportunity to do the internship because they had helped my son. And I wanted to give that feeling that they gave to me to another mom and that feeling that they gave to my son to another child.
0: That is so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And don't we see that so much with nonprofits who help others and then people who get helped want to come and give back in the same type of way. Why
2: is it birthdays? Personally, for me, I think that a lot of birthdays don't get celebrated. And it is the one day for a child, especially to feel celebrated and worthy everyone puts these emphasis on these big holidays and sometimes birthdays get overlooked, but that is the one day where a child, can feel like they matter because that's their day.
0: My youngest was born Christmas Eve, and birthdays have always been so difficult. So this right. this is very powerful to me because
2: I understand how important having your own day is. So essentially what they get in the birthday box is everything that they need to have a party. Before COVID, we did shelter parties, so we would go to shelters, around Puget Sound and actually throw parties there. So that was a way for volunteers to get involved. But since COVID, we haven't been able to do that. So every birthday kid is getting a birthday in a box. Your supplies, your decorations, your plates, your napkins, your favors, you get a balloon bouquet, goodie bags, cake, presents, all of that comes for the child for that day.
0: I love it how you have pivoted. That's been the other big deal is, oh, no, now what do we do, right? Mm -hmm.
2: How do you find these children? How do you
0: know about them and how to reach them?
2: We're partnered now today with 83 shelters throughout Puget Sound. So all the way up to Everett, all the way east to Sammamish, all the way down south to Lakewood. And then through the school, McKinney-Vento kids, we have public health service workers, we have DSHS who refer kids to us given their situation. So it's not just that you have to be in the shelter if the kids, you know, if they're couch surfing, if they're sleeping in a car, in a parking ride, all of that qualifies for us, and they will get a birthday from us.
0: Now, for those listening who don't know what McKinney Vento is, can you give
2: us a nutshell version? So that is through the school. It's just identifying with their school district that they are homeless, and so they are afforded other avenues or things in the community for them, and this is just one of them.
0: Priya, why is this mission so important? We know why it's important to you, and I love that. Uh, why is it important?
1: Yeah, no, thanks for asking that question, Laurie. I would uh, actually go back to when you said, and I've been t- reflecting on this a Whole lot this year, where I have gotten so many outreaches from many, many friends, family members, people associated with nonprofit organizations, all making a plea for their cause in terms of making contributions. Because this has been a tough year where you can argue we have refugees who need support, we have people of color who need support, we want to address racial injustice that's happening at a higher rate, you know, homelessness is happening, there's people who need health and well-being and you know basically food feeding america is trying to actually make sure that they raise their money and then amongst all of that the big question becomes like okay if you could do one thing or you know if you could do few things why would we want to choose to celebrate birthdays? And that goes back to the original question of why are birthdays so important. And so to me, you know, especially in times that we are in, I think birthday is it's it's a celebration of a life. We are here on this planet. Many people are not here to celebrate their next birthday, as we as we all have maybe experienced, you know, losing loved ones. And it comes back to this idea of you are almost sowing something. When you go to a young, tender heart, you are able to see that sparkle in their eyes and you're able to cater to their hopes, needs and desires and dreams, which is what you are actually able to seed hope and you're able to show them what humanity is all about. And so you're really at a very, very critical moment in their life, able to show them what we are together capable of doing and what possibilities exist for them in life. You're actually Mm -hmm. inculcating hope in them. It's Mm -hmm. like the hope of pride and hope of joy and hope of belonging and hope of humanity. And to me, that is why this is very important. I listen a lot to, you know, one of them being Toni Morrison and many, many people go back and talk about like why they do what they do today. Like CEOs and co-founders and millionaires and they say, hey, I reflect back to a moment when I was in my childhood and somebody reached out. with an arm of hope or an arm of support or a warm hug. And so I think that's the sort of moment we want to create in society for all. So when these people grow up, They look back and they pay it forward. So, I mean, that's why it's so important. I talked a little bit about myself, but like, look, the the way that Tiffany is volunteering her time and not just, you know, for a few months, but multiple years. And before that, she interned or why am I on top of being a mom of an eight-year-old and having a full-time job, still wanting to invest so much time in this mission is growing up. And I think it's true for many people. We all want to live a purposeful life. We Mm. all want to make sure we have a broader meaning, a broader sense of purpose as to why we are here. And I have a very favorite quote from Rumi. The quote basically says, be a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder, help someone's soul heal and walk out of your house like a shepherd. And I think people associated with nonprofits and nonprofits such as Birthday Dreams, when I think about the volunteers, the board members, you know, the drivers, the cake bakers, I mean, we really need it. It takes a village to do this. I hope this uh, notion and this quote from Rumi really resonates with people. And, you know, what, what are we here for, if not for each other, to lift up society in a way like this?
2: So from my standpoint, where I come in is specifically with the birthdays in the boxes and everything down in operations. So it could go from donating for a party. So that's gifts, that's party supplies, a cake, juice, or delivering the party to the shelter, down to doing toy drives or supply drives, volunteering in the office to wrap presents, to put gifts and stuff away for us, decorating party hats, goodie bags, all that stuff is incorporated in volunteering down in the operations part of birthday dreams. About how many birthdays do you think you have a month? We did a little under 200 birthdays last month.
1: Wow. I think we should step back a little bit and talk about birthday dreams and how it all even began for Mm -hmm. our listeners. So birthday dreams is an organization that was started, just like many organizations. I feel like the story is a pretty common one, you know, by two moms who had kids and who were thinking about what would it like to be when you are a parent who cannot afford something like this. So it was started in their garage back in 2009. Last year was a momentous year for us. We completed a decade of birthday dreams, being here, growing, flourishing, thriving. (sighs) And to date, we have celebrated 10,000 birthdays. So that means we have celebrated thousands and thousands because they don't typically repeat ten thousand kids. And so now you think about how you're transforming lives, one kid at a time, and you know, and their family and their parents. That's sort of the impact we are talking about. And unfortunately, you know, this has been a hard year. We do rely on our gala that we have in person, which is an awesome gala, which I hope we can get back to at some point. And that's a big way of how we raise funds. And so we are actively, actively seeking out. Of course, outside of the cake bakers and the drivers, which we are still doing, I will just mention a couple others because I'm sure as you're listening, you want to contribute. I hope so. You can totally donate. So, of course, you know, cash is king at all times for a nonprofit like ours. So we will take any uh, amount of donation, whether it's five dollars to all the way, you know, whatever your heart pleases and your pocket can afford. So that's number one. Number two is we are also looking for in-kind donations. So if you go on our website, birthdaydreams.org, you will see that we actually have a place where we are making a call out for specific gifts that kids are asking for and parents are asking for. And that's what I love. One of the things that I love the most is this customization mm-hmm. that we do versus like sending a two-year-old toy to, a, you know, an 11-year-old. That is really not, you know, what they're looking for. So, and that's how I actually first got to know of birth redeems. I was looking like I was a, a, a mom, of course, with an eight-year-old. And I was thinking about what can I do more with kids? So I somebody told me about their website, I went up there and I saw that they were looking for slime making kit, <laughs> which like, (laughs) for an eight year old girl. And it was my pleasure to be able to just through a click of a button, $11 worth, be able to send that directly to Birthday Dreams so they can put it in the hands of somebody that needs it. to your point, it's like Christmas at any point. So please, you can always go and do that because that helps us save our cash. The third one, which I'm very passionate about uh, as even the chair of the board is we have a fabulous board. We have people from uh, Amazon and Google and Microsoft and, you know, many of these great corporations and they bring skills of all sorts and many others, by the way, outside of the tech industry. and But we are in a place where we just refreshed because it's a two-year commitment and we are looking for new board members and uh, we are not looking for any specific skill set except that you believe in the mission and the purpose of what we are trying to do. So if you're uh, looking forward to uh, maybe, you know, spending more time, devoting more time to be on a board outside of volunteering, please do reach out and you can start by reaching out to info at birthraydreams.org. If you don't have time to join a board or that's not your band, you may not be comfortable spending lots of cash. The other way that we are really, we generate and raise a lot of money is through this notion of micro volunteering and micro giving. What do I mean by that? For example, at Microsoft and Microsoft actually does a lot with birthday dreams, which I'm very proud to say. So we get groups of people together and they come and they make these birthday cards or write messages, you know, and we are even doing sort of virtual messages right now and making birthday hats and things that go in the goodie bag, for example. And while you are doing that, that we count that as a volunteer hour. So Microsoft actually matches $25 per hour for that volunteering that the employee does. So if I'm able to gather and organize an event where I get 10 Microsoft employees to volunteer for an hour, that in itself raises $25 into $10, $250 for the organization organization along with the beautiful hats and the cards and the messages that we get. So those are just some of the ways. And so for any of this, if I'm sparking some ideas in your head, please do reach out to us through the website or info at birthraydreams.org. That brings up a good point. When I
0: worked for the Day Center, we discovered a lot of companies that Number one, they would pay their employee to volunteer for the day. Number two, they would
1: match any
0: donations.
1: I'm so glad you brought that up, Laurie, because yes, I didn't even talk about matching. That absolutely is true. I mean, at least for Microsoft, I can say we do 100% matching and I know Google does the same. Boeing And by the way, if Birthday Dreams is not on the list of nonprofits that your organization contributes to, we would love for you to be able to influence that and get us added on that list. Right.
0: Isn't that cool? The littlest things we can do, like maybe you can't volunteer because you're just work, 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 but maybe you can influence them to make you one of their contributing organizations. What is your biggest need right now in the beginning of a new year? Sounds like board members is one.
1: Yeah, exactly, Laurie. You already captured one. We are looking for for more board members and the sooner you can apply, the better. The other one I would say, and I would let Tiffany respond, then we are in need of all of it. I just talked about specific donations where we we know that we need a specific toy or something, a particular gift for a nine-year-old, an eight-year-old, or five-year-old, and they're waiting on that they're hoping that does show up on their birthday so that's one way to go do that the other is like just cash whatever amount of cash you can provide us that would be very helpful as i said you know our gala was a very different sort of a fundraising event this year given we are in the middle of a covid and we are a non-profit and so you know we run a very tight ship and we also have a few staff that we have on board and we want to make sure that we keep all of that preserve that through these very rocky challenging times and so basically Any help that we can get would be great, whether it's through donations of cash, whether it's through micro volunteering, if you want to apply as a board member. And then I'm sure, Tiffany, um, you guys want more help on the volunteering side of things, too. I was just going to piggyback on what uh, Priya said about if you're ever
2: in doubt just give <laughs> just give us cash. <laughs> also just plug in our birthday club real quick and it's a new donor recognition 250 bucks gets you in the club. I think it's annually you can give that way as well and then it can go to wherever it's needed at that particular time. I'm always hopping on social media and giving direct needs as to what we need for the parties whether that be gifts. I go on every week talking about uh, how many cakes haven't been signed up for, how many deliveries we still need signed up for. We need it all at this time. It's been a really rough year and we've been able to graciously stay open and still provide parties for these kids. We wouldn't been able to do it without the volunteers. Our whole goal is to just strengthen that foundation and bring more people on board to help us out.
1: Tiffany just sparked some new thoughts in me as she talked about social media so two other things I would say and these are more ideas as people are thinking about how how they can help because I think you know this this has been a tough year for many of us and so I understand that donating cash may not be the only viable option for many. I just want to acknowledge that as well. And we understand Facebook allows for you to raise funds for a special cause. We have that partnership with Facebook. And so let's say your birthday is coming up. You feel like, you know, what I have is enough. And what I would like to do is to celebrate my day by celebrating others and being of service to others. And so what you can do is you can start a fundraiser with a certain amount of money in mind, whatever that looks like, 200, 500, 5,000, whatever suits you, friends and family. And it's a very, casual way of doing it If people see that, they might just want to help you raise that fund, you know, for your birthday itself. So that's one idea. The other, which I have done is March was my son's birthday where he turned eight actually. And Mm -hmm. we had to go into COVID mode, right? It was all virtual. And so what we thought we would do is we just basically reached out to our friends and said, Hey, whatever you were planning on, my son already has enough. So we, all we need is your blessings, but there are kids who actually have nothing. And so if you want to really help, I actually pulled up the list from birthday dreams and said, get us a Lego, get us a baseball hat, you know, get us a soccer ball, which somebody really needs. And that might be their only new possession. That might be the only new thing that that kid has held ever. So for a nine-year-old, they said, I have never had a soccer ball of my own, like 12 different gifts and presents that then we can go back and give to birthdays. so that's just another idea.
0: What we've seen with nonprofits is they've had to basically forfeit their fundraisers. Now, are you doing anything virtual? or Are you waiting kind of till COVID subsides and then you'll go ahead with the gala? Uh,
1: so we are having some very robust lively conversations about, uh, you know, what that next one would look like. And so hopefully we can publish that on our website, but right now we do not have a date on that, but we definitely want to do a few of those this year. Can't just sit still and, and let these birthdays pass by for these kids. We want to make sure we are in a position to be able to support. So to answer your question, Laurie, we will have a couple different events per se, but we want, I mean, we are of course accepting all forms of donation all year round through our website.
0: One thing I think of is how generous kids are, and kids may not be listening to this, but for the adults to say, hey, did you know there's kids in a shelter that aren't gonna get a gift? What can we do? And to, you know, we have seen kids do such amazing things and amazing fundraisers. And I think the biggest thing with nonprofits right now is the awareness, number one, that you exist. And number two, the smallest things can make the biggest difference. Even if you're listening and you can't do anything, tell people. Say, did you know there's an organization that does birthdays for kids in shelters? You know, And that is the time you get seen, you get heard, you get to be special. That sets the stage for self-esteem. And I love how you said, Priya, that giving them a birthday, they'll remember and they'll go, hey, I want to do that when I'm older, I want to give back in that way.
1: We are all very connected, whether we agree or not in this on this planet that we are <laughs> on, we all share it together. And so creating this virtuous cycle of giving and paying it forward and seeding hope in mm-hmm. all of us is, is the way to go. And Birthday Dreams is trying to do it in their own unique way. Also, I mean, if you just came up of Christmas, and I know for sure, like my son got two bikes, which we de- definitely didn't want. Where is he going to go in the Seattle weather anyways in these next few months? There are kids, as I said, Who've never had anything. So, if you have new toys and new gifts and notebooks and books and storybooks, I mean, you know, candy. Like we are, we also accept that we have storage and and we keep that because our whole goal is to minimize spending cash on buying these unique new gifts but we do that when we don't have enough in our inventory so you can also you don't have to just go and look at the website and see what we need you can always come and do in kind donations
2: i just want everyone to know that this is a organization that is going to give you great feel good give back just really really good feeling about what you're doing and I love being the volunteer coordinator. This community as a whole, stepping up to help these kids and these families that are going through something that most people will never experience is awesome. It really says a lot about the community for people to step outside themselves for someone that might not necessarily be going through the same things that you are or that you have gone through. So I just think that it's really awesome. And also I wanted to touch on when you were talking about the kids, we have a great kid volunteer base. We have really, really, really cool middle school, high school kids who Come in and volunteer and deliver and wrap gifts and all of that. And I think that is the funnest part for me is to seeing these kids give back to other kids.
1: My parting words here, at least, would be look, these children who are living in transitional housing, you know, who are living in not so conventional ways right now, you know, traditional ways is what we would say, they have already experienced homelessness, they have already experienced their parents, you know, struggle, and they are putting on a brave face. But being homeless should not mean that they don't matter, especially mm-hmm. on a day like their birthday. You know, no child should feel uncelebrated and worthless, especially on their birthday. And we are more than just a birthday party, as I said, because I think it's just a, it's it's just a way. I mean, birthdays and celebrating them is just a means to something so much bigger than that. And it, it shouldn't feel like it's just another day to a homeless child. So, I mean, through what we are trying to do, our whole attempt is to make sure the child feels like they belong, they are celebrated, they are validated, and that their parents feel like they're not alone in these very dark and tough times. I hope our generous listeners will uh, find means to connect with us and find ways to contribute in whatever way that suits them. And so we are very grateful to have this time with you, Laurie. Thank you. And you can send an email to info, as in information, I-N-F-O, at birthdaydreams.org facebook go and
0: like them so you can see what's going on thank you so much tiffany and priya and i wish you the best 2021 ever don't forget to take a minute and go on over to facebook and find birthday dreams hit like Or go check out the webpage, birthdaydreams.org. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.